Hey, it's Claire Donnelly. Happy summer! A lot of us are heading to the beach to play in the sand or see the marine wildlife, but you may not have to travel to the beach to see some coastal creatures. Seagulls. You might have seen them flocking around Charlotte, sometimes in parking lots or near dumps. How did they end up in landlocked Mecklenburg County? Today on FAQ City, we're revisiting an episode from two summers ago where WFAE's Nick Delacanal tracked that answer down. Hey guys, we've investigated wildlife around Charlotte before, notably the pesky cankerworm that munches on our willow and oak trees. But today, we're looking at an animal spotted by listener Rachel Eldridge, which is not so closely tied to Charlotte. Eldridge says she first noticed these birds as she was driving through West Charlotte last year and found their presence puzzling. So much so that she wrote in with this question. I noticed off of Freedom Drive that there were seagulls hanging out in the parking lot. And we're so far inland in Charlotte, why do we have seagulls? It's a straightforward question, and it has a relatively straightforward answer. And to get it, I reached out to local birder Taylor Pehoff. I've been birding in Mecklenburg County for 40 plus years, been involved at the Mecklenburg Audubon and the Carolina Bird Club and several records committees. And he also used to write a bird column for the Charlotte Observer, so he knows what he's talking about. He says the first thing we should all know is that seagull is actually a misnomer. That's not technically what the birds are called. It's kind of a term that the casual public has has uh, come up with. They're, they're all gulls, and they are all tied to water, but not necessarily the sea. Just like the public keeps calling koalas koala bears, even though they aren't bears, people keep calling gulls seagulls, even though they don't always live by the sea. They can live anywhere there is food and a sizable body of water. They sleep on the water at night. Piaf thinks that gulls are attracted to the Charlotte area by Lake Norman, where you can see huge numbers of gulls congregating once it starts getting cold out. So in the wintertime, a big flock of, a huge flock of ring-billed gulls forms up at Lake Norman. And uh, it has been estimated eight to 10,000 birds. And they all roost in, in one tight flock. And it's quite an impressive thing to see. Before Lake Norman was formed, ring-billed gulls would mate up north by the Great Lakes in the summer, then fly over North Carolina on their way south for the winter. And they had no reason to stop in Charlotte until the early 60s. They flew over one year and Lake Norman was filled up. And, you know, that's a huge body of water. And uh, they probably stopped as a migration stopover just to rest, found it to be profitable for them. And uh, they said, well, this might be a good, good spot to spend the winter. We don't have to go all the way to Florida. We don't have to go to the Gulf Coast. And ever since then, a big group has returned year after year to hang out with the wintertime boaters and fishermen. Okay, so we now know that Lake Norman is why gulls are attracted to our area. But then why would our listener Rachel see a pack of them hanging out at a parking lot? Well, Piaf says that can be chalked up to the fact that there's not always enough fish in the lake to feed thousands of gulls. So a lot of gulls wake up in the morning on the lake, stretch out their wings, and then... They get up off the water and they go to work, so to speak. They fly out and disperse in the area to get their food. And lucky for them, there's a great source of food 
just a few miles south. Most of them come to the city because humans are there and humans generate a lot of trash. One of the best places to spend the day, if you're a goal, is at the local dump, where food is a plenty. And you can just see clouds of white gulls uh, when the bulldozers are turning the trash over. Other scrappy gulls hang out in parking lots near strip malls or by fast food restaurants, waiting for a human to drop a snack or even offer them one, which people do. <laughs> the public has gotten to know that um, feeding gulls elicits a, a response from the gulls. A big flock will come and hover over your head. and <laughs> Some of them will even take uh, the corn chip out of your fingers. How brave are you, Brody? And gulls are very smart. They'll remember where the good spots are. Once uh, a gull or a group of gulls finds a successful parking lot to hang out, and they're getting french fries, or they're getting corn chips, or they find a dumpster that's profitable for them, uh, they will, will tend to come back. This strategy has worked so well for gulls that even as many of the world's species struggle to survive amid climate change and loss of habitat to humans, most gull populations appear to be booming. If left unchecked, however, that can have downsides. We have to take a short break, but coming up, what happens when seagull populations get out of control? That's in a minute, after a short break. Hey, Claire Donnelly here. FAQ City is possible thanks to listeners like you. Thanks to everyone who donated to WFAE's successful 40th anniversary fundraising campaign. We still have many campaign thank you gifts in stock, including tickets to a VIP preview of Charlotte Squawks, our new WFAE retro logo t-shirts, and more. You can see all of the gifts and donate now at WFAE.org. And thank you. Hey, we're back and we're looking at seagulls today, or gulls, in the Charlotte area. And not everyone is a gull fan. Some people derisively call them rats with wings, or just sky rats. And that's of course because of their scavenger nature, but also because of their increasingly large numbers in some urban areas. Parts of the UK, for example, have been plagued by gulls in recent years, creating fodder for British news programs. I have an awful lot of people who write to me saying we're very concerned about the seagull and how we're being attacked by them. Attacking small animals and, and being, you know, attacking people even, trying yeah. to peck them on the head. The, the gull came down and uh, took his fish and chips away from him. In the States, huge flocks of gulls have been particularly troublesome in San Francisco. At this Bay Area dump, it's a constant battle keeping the flying rats at bay. And it's not just dumps. <laughs> At baseball games for the San Francisco Giants, thousands of gulls will swoop into the stadium as the game is wrapping up, looking for discarded nachos or hot dogs. Don't ask me how, they just know. Giants broadcaster Mike Kruko spoke to public radio station KQED about it in 2011. They come in, and it's always with two outs to go in the ninth inning, and there they are. Locals have tried everything to cull the gulls. They've installed fake owls, placed spikes and nets on rooftops, even created motion-activated water blasters that soak the gulls if they get close. The San Francisco Giants even considered hiring a falconer, but decided fans might be disturbed seeing a falcon gruesomely murder gulls on live television. Lucky for us, 
The gold population in Charlotte is far from the saturation point. But that's not to say their population couldn't get out of control one day, especially around the lake. In the meantime, you could argue that gulls are helping clean up Charlotte by eating up our trash, even though they sometimes make a mess of it. And Taylor Pehoff, the gull expert, says he enjoys when the gulls come for the winter, and not just to admire them, but to see other birds too. The benefit for me is that as a birder, the more gulls that get attracted here, the more chance to see a rare a rare species. He's talking the rare Glaucus gull or Sabian's gull, both spotted at the lake in past years. Pihoff hasn't yet seen those in person, but he's still hoping. Birds attract birds, so you have a flock of 10,000 birds up at Lake Norman. Every couple of years or so, a very rare, very rare, exciting gull will show up. So to recap, gulls aren't necessarily tied to the sea, and they aren't actually called seagulls, and they're fully expected in the Charlotte area each winter, where they stop to enjoy our beautiful Lake Norman and our not-so-beautiful trash. Both Piaf and myself want to extend thanks to Rachel Eldridge for her question, and Piaf has this message for her. It always does my heart good to hear the, just a casual member of the public notice birds and have them raise a question in their mind to the point where they will go to some some effort to ask the question. So thank you, Rachel, for that. And thanks to Pihoff for sharing his expertise as well. If you want to check out past FAQ City questions and answers, swoop down on our website, wfae.org slash FAQ City. We've got lots of tasty morsels to feed your knowledge of the Charlotte area. We've also got more great questions that we're investigating right now for future episodes. So make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or the NPR One app so you can keep up. And if you're a curious person with a question about anything related to Charlotte, the region, or its people, send it our way through the submission box at wfae.org slash faqcity, and we may search for answers on an upcoming episode. Until then, I'm Nick Delacanal. Thanks to Nick Delacanal for reporting and producing that episode. Until next time, I'm Claire Donnelly.